Hi, friends. Welcome to Screen Vomit, the only movie podcast hosted by two twins. I am one of them, Kayla Bates, and I am here with my co-host, Colin. Hello. <laughs> Hello. We famously already recorded this intro, and... Don't... <laughs> no, we were gonna sound good as H this time around. Now we're doing it again. Ugh. So we are joined by an incredible guest today, and that would be a world famous artist, also <laughs> world famous rock and roller, uh, in a few bands right. with our previous guest, friend of the pod, Jake Babe, including Truman and his trophy. Ditch Club and their own new band, Ohori Cohen. Frank okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for the nice words. Um, again, even on this second go around. <laughs> Yay, we're so glad to have Frank on the pod. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course. It is truly spectacular. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, I mean the, that. I mean the that. The honor I, is I'm, ours. I'm, oh, absolutely. Very serious. I'm very serious. Frank, you listen to me right now. I'm she- I'm, I'm so serious. <laughs> You're the only thing I can hear right now. Yo, apparently Lindsay's chicken nuggets are good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what was the last time y'all had chicken nuggets? That's what I'm saying. Well, I think we're both vegetarians. So. Well, yeah, uh, okay, Lindsay. Like 14 years. The doy fools. I've been vegetarian for a comparable number of eons. Same with Dinzi. No way. Yeah, I've been, oh, let's see. you eat fish. Oh, yeah, I'm a fish lad, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't respect them. <laughs> How long have you been otherwise meatless? Uh, since, oh, what is it, like freshman year of high school, eighth grade? Which was oh, like 2006, cool. 2007. Nice. Right around the time I found punk rock, pretty much. Started listening to Anti That'll do Anti-Flag it. and Propagandi and was like... So here's a little fun fact about yeah, me. That'll do it. The thing that made me go vegetarian, vegetarian, I fucking, I think I'm drunk now because I can no longer speak. Um, I was, do you know the little old band called Goldfinger? Um, oh, hell yeah. in, in the packet to their punk, CD punk, called punk, 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 Open punk. Your Eyes, they had all those like vegetarian facts. And like, if you put the CD in your computer, TBT, kids won't know. Uh, if you put the CD in your computer, um, yeah. it would like show one of those horrific like slaughterhouse videos. And I that, yeah. was radicalized by Goldfinger. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was also 13. So I'm now 31. So I've been meat free for uh, however many years that is. <laughs> okay, brag. <laughs> the only reason Damn. you two have more years than I do is because you guys have lived longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, actually, I don't. I think that I probably mis- misspoke at fourteen years. I think I've only been doing it for ten or eleven. Wow, a poser in our midst. Poser. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am a poser. Shame. Shame. Um, and and you know what? I'm even more of a poser because like that. I, I'm not even like, I don't know. I'm You're not like strict. Pescatarian now. It's just I'm useless at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, this week I'm glad the chicken nuggets are good. They're um, fake. That sounds great they're to fake, me. Though they're they're, they're veggie. That was, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, I understand. I understand, and I'm I, I'm gonna come get some. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I'd like you to leave some for me. <laughs> yeah, mail mail Frank a chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Will somebody please mail Frank a chicken nugget for the love of yeah. God? <laughs> Gee, deep, folks. <laughs> All right. So this week on the pod, we are going to talk about the twenty eighth film, twenty eighth. <laughs> 
2018 film. <laughs> we're going to talk about the 2018 film, Diamantino. Okay, Frank, our guest, picked this film. Frank, you give us a little hint at why you picked this film for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, it's, it was just so bizarre and unlike anything I had ever seen before. And... Um, I, I found it to be to be extremely unique, and there's um, there's definitely like objectively a lot to say about that movie. So like, yeah, I thought it would be I thought it would be a, a fun a fun one to talk about, a colorful, exciting, and um, confusing movie. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What genre is this movie? I would call it because I have no idea surrealist soccer uh, that's it surrealist soccer <laughs> adventure Sur- surrealistic soccer adventure yeah it's uh it's hard to describe it's kind of its own thing because there are like political aspects to it as well there are like yeah comedic mm-hmm. aspects there's dra- dr- dramatic Dramat- x yeah <laughs> i'm truly losing my mind over here <laughs> It's all right. You'll make it through the episode. I will make it through the episode, and this will be a heavy edit episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, for the cast of this movie, um, yeah, I don't feel like we should have to go... We shouldn't have to go through them, all right? (laughs) Because nobody's going to know who they are uh, because they are all Portuguese actors. But... Uh, what I will leave you with is this little quote from the LA Times saying that this movie is the funniest, gender-bending, human-cloning, refugee crisis soccer comedy I've ever seen and also the most thoughtful. So I think that's a great little snip of a review. And they called it a soccer comedy, so there you go. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call this a... I don't know. I did laugh pretty hard. Yeah, there was some funny it defies genre, really. It does oh. defy genre. Um, do you want to give us our critic scores? Yeah. Uh, What's sorry. happening? I, I tooted. I don't know if it got on tape but or, or on the mic. But this, uh, this is big. Anyway. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 89%. Great, great score. Um... Metacritic has a 73, <laughs> doing the Metacritic thing, where it's just lower than Rotten Tomatoes. And, uh, what is it, Google user? The old wild card. The old, mm-hmm. uh, Elite Battle Angel, 94%. They give Diamantino <laughs> a 77. I think it's Diamantino, right? Di- <laughs> Diamantino, okay. What did I say? In their language, they kind of just say it like, demon, like... They Dementino. speed on through Dementino. it. Yeah. So, um, and we usually watch the trailers. However, this trailer uh, is in entirely a different language. So, I don't think listening to the audio will sell anyone on this movie uh, unless you speak Portuguese. So, I instead am going to read this plot summary from Google.com. When Portuguese soccer hunk Dimantino blows it in the World Cup finals, he goes from superstar to laughingstock overnight. His sheltered worldview gets further shattered after learning about the European refugee crisis, and he resolves to make amends by adopting an African refugee, only to find that his new son is actually an undercover lesbian tax auditor investigating him on suspicion of corruption. From there, Diamantino gets swept up in an odyssey involving twins and Secret Service skullduggery. Now, isn't that a tongue twister? <laughs> Secret Service skullduggery. <laughs> so anyway, the plot summary to this movie is absolutely bonkers, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts, though. Uh, yeah, so that's our reaction to the. <laughs> no, I... I was initially reluctant because when Kayla sent me the the list, there was it a list you sent me or you said yeah, yeah yeah yeah, and I I just just was like I don't know, let's pick this one, and then you were like I don't know, this is the summary for another one, and I was just like yeah sure, absolutely, that's one of the wildest things I've ever read, 
It touches <laughs> so many aspects, and I don't know how they're going to do it. And and I assumed it must be, you know, just a super long, like, droll of a movie. But, yeah, that was, uh, like, the first thing you said was, like, this is probably going to be, like, a million hours long, right? And I was like, nope, a sweet 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I swear. Now I gotta see that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Frank, for bringing this movie to us, because... (laughs) I still don't know how I feel about it. I liked it. I liked it. That's it. Well, we're going to talk about it, and then maybe you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think, like, it just... What really got me with it was... um, How beautiful visually it was. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. I, it's, I don't even want to, like, talk about some of the, the things that happen in the movie that, that, like, convey its beauty. But, like, there are giant fluffy dogs. Yeah. Uh, the fluffy running puppies. through clouds. It's fluffy puppies. And, yeah, it it's just, like, so everything about it was just completely unexpected to yeah. me as I watched yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, totally. Oh. You, you never will see where this movie is going. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess no, it. <laughs> absolutely not. Should we? Let's start from the. Let's start from the top. Let's. I, I. Fortunately, this movie, for all its like surreal aspects, mm-hmm. it is very chronological. It yeah. is very. This yes. happens because this happens because this happens. Yeah. So let's see. We start with. Start with starting with the character of Dimantino. Um, he's based on a real life. Portuguese soccer player or mm-hmm. f- football as they call it um, mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo real real man and uh, I'll oh, tell yeah. you if you if you look up his pick they look I mean they're freaking twins they look exactly alike they have the same haircut and everything the actor who plays Dimantino did a bunch of working out to develop a big old six pack just for this movie because the guy he's based on is kind of famous for having a six pack and walking around with his shirt off all the time. So uh, that's kind of imagine the dedication just to be in this movie. (laughs) That explains it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's cool. Yeah, that rules. So he's like the star athlete of this Portuguese soccer team. And Frank mentioned the fluffy puppies is like his, the zone he gets into on the field is being surrounded by these fluffy puppies. And when they came on screen, I watched this with Goo last night, and they were like, um, did I miss something? Or, like, what's up with the dogs here? And I was like, no, you didn't miss anything. He just says, like, just me on the field, me and the fluffy puppies. And then, like... <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> just happens. <laughs> then all the... They're peeking... Pekingese. How do you say that dog? Pekingese. Pekingese. Whatever. Pekingese dogs. And they're enormous. Very cute. But the, yeah, they're gigantic. They're like, yeah. yeah, super huge. So I don't know how that works, but hey, to each his own, I guess. Um, it's it's cool because it, it sets you up pretty early because you fit, you hear that like monologue. He's doing this like monologue about yeah. life, about who he is. And he's just like a total dimwit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> l- affable fool. Your classic airhead athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Madison, except he plays soccer. And uh, it just immerses you in this in this movie, in this universe, and it lets you know, like, here's where we're starting. We're starting with, like, the game is gone, and he's just running with puppies for a full minute. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... It, this thing and, goes off the rails, yeah, instantly. <laughs> yeah, everything else is unexpected, and you're just like, okay, here we go. I'm just going to trust this fucking movie. Hell yeah. Yeah, the movie, it, it kind of, every five minutes, is just like, oh, okay, and guess what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just like... Truly. Oh, you like that? You like that? Here, uh, here. guess what? Oh, my God. Literally oh my every God. five minutes. You're exactly right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just reading the Wikipedia of it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's so much we have to get through. There's so much. Um, So one of the, well, I guess one of the second twists that we see is the, when they're on the boat. And we find out that the Portuguese Secret Service is spying on Dimantino via drones uh, because they suspect him of money laundering. 
And there are two ladies who are in a relationship who are also the Secret Service people. (laughs) (laughs) The more I say it out loud, I'm like, this is just... Um, <laughs> they were working out of their apartment. As is well. that where they are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like she's like getting up to leave, and they're like in the room next to the kitchen the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. So while they're on the boat, though, they come across a, a raft full of refugees, and this is when Dimantino starts to learn about the European refugee crisis. Where, you know, all these people are fleeing all these um, countries around that area who are in the middle of terrible wars and have been Mm -hmm. for so long trying to get to Europe via these rafts and can be really dangerous. And the group that he finds, one of them has, like, lost her daughter on the trip. And it's uh, hard shit out there. Yeah, it takes a really heavy turn. Just, what, probably five minutes in? Yeah, maybe not even. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, this maybe is the the five-minute uh, turn. <laughs> yeah, because at first you're just like, oh, he's just a dumb guy who loves his dad and his sisters yeah. are mean, but mm-hmm. okay, whatever. And then it's like refugees, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. But yeah. even despite having that, like, twist of the the refugees, like, it doesn't get that Well, it gets darkly political, but it's presented in kind of a lighter or, like, kookier way. Yeah. So you don't think about it too hard. Yeah. I'd agree about that. So, yeah, speaking of his family, like, yeah, he has two abusive twin sisters that are... So mean. They're so mean, but their characters are so good. (laughs) I mean, like... They're like two queens of hearts. Yeah. Yeah. They should just acknowledge it. At one point, they just yell, we're mean, we're bitches, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and later in the movie, when we get to, like, the, their usernames and passwords for everything, it's like... <laughs> yeah. I didn't write any of it down, but it, it's all, like, uh, two cold bitches is, like, the username <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the um this the sort of like staging elements of those characters. I thought that like there were lots of really really wonderful like pictures, like scene pictures um designed around around symmetry featuring those two. Um I was like really reminded of like Jodorowsky like, you know, holy mountain kind of mm-hmm. um set pictures, but uh through this like, you know, weird pink puppy lens um <laughs> yeah i think yeah. i read that they use like 16 millimeter film on this movie but then also still use cgi aspects so it creates this like such a strange thing i don't know <laughs> yeah it has a very like dreamy yeah. look to it it's like a dreamy and nostalgic look and i think there's also like there's like this sort of jodorowsky thing happening but there's also like this like grittier situation and then this like Wes Anderson sort of vibe. There's like all these different, like I feel like very clear influences visually in this movie that, that come together really beautifully. Yeah. It's weird because like some of the ways in which we're describing this movie, I feel like can be interpreted negatively. Like, you know, it's kind of all over the place style, you know, but, but it's not a, it's not to the detriment of this movie. I think those are positive things, uh, in this particular case. So, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to make that clear. So, so yeah, we have these crazy twin sisters. We have the dad who he says pretty much up up top that he loves his dad they're like close as can be he's the only one who supports him blah 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 he said he was the michelangelo of soccer so that's cute so sweet yeah it's nice um unfortunately the dad dies uh instantly (laughs) 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 so so so, Uh. yeah they're at like the world cup he misses the last like, they're down to the wire, one point down kind of thing, and uh, misses the last point. And um, the sisters start yelling at the dad, and he dies while they're, like, yelling at him and slapping him in the face. It's just so mean. <laughs> they're so mean. They oh kill him. I know. 
They just They're so bad. They kill him by pushing him down. He's just like and he's so sweet about it. He is just mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter if he wins or loses, I still love him. And it's like that is the sweetest thing a parent can ever say about a kid. I know. Uh, ever. <laughs> And they just respond by hitting him and throwing him and killing him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're bad um, people. They are bad. And that's pretty well established. (laughs) They just get badder and badder. I think what's also kind of established there is like, you know, he misses the point because he's so hyper focused on the on the refugees. Right. Good point. Yeah, I didn't mention it. So much happens in this movie. I know. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, no, no. I would not be tra- not trying to complain. It's just like, yeah, they really do. It's detailed. Very well detailed. Details. Yeah. And like we said, a curveball every five minutes. So it just yep. pops off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the, <laughs> one thing that I thought was really funny. So at the end of the game, when he's lost and everything, you know, he breaks down and cries on the field. And then he gets memed to death. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they show him like looking at a meme of his face crying and it says like <laughs> that feeling when she friend zones you and stuff. <laughs> Damn. What a nightmare. <laughs> what a hellscape. I know, and he's like every channel he turns to is just like, look at this man, the biggest loser in the world. <laughs> he basically ruined our country. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. They they are so heavy handed on how on how mean people are being. To him. Yeah, it's crazy. And then he goes on that talk show, and uh, the lady's like, "So I heard your father just died, who you were really close with. Well, let's watch like footage of you and your father." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like so insane, <laughs> and he like he at one point he doesn't want to go on the talk show, and his sisters like abuse him into going on it. It's mm. terrible. His sisters are terrible. So he had seen a commercial that says like uh, you should adopt refugees because there's all these refugee children who have no parents now. So when he's on this show, he says to the world, "I'm gonna adopt a Fuji." And uh, Fuji. Yeah, we all have heard of the Fujis. Um, so, <laughs> so these the two uh, aforementioned uh, coupled Secret Service agents. <laughs> so much. Just thinking yeah. of how insane I sound again. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're watching this on TV and concoct a scheme um, where one of them is going to pretend these women. What would you say? Late twenties, mid to late twenties. Yeah, about that. I was gonna say early thirties. Early thirties. What's the difference, really? Well, I think I think Secret Service agent agent. You're in your thirties. I think you only need four years of college to become an agent. I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to zero years of college, baby. Um, so <laughs> I just guess at what college even means. Um, so they decide <laughs> that. One of them is going to dress up as a uh, preteen boy named Rahim and go undercover to be the kid that Diamantino adopts while her partner dresses up as a fake nun or dresses up as a real nun, I guess you no, could no, say. No, no, no. With how bad, <laughs> with, the, with the wings on the head, nuns don't do that anymore. She dressed up as a fake nun. I didn't know if that was maybe like a cultural thing, like do Yeah. I assumed that was maybe like some Portuguese thing I didn't know all right, about. But all right. It might yeah. I don't know. Can't believe Look. you guys aren't up on your Portuguese nun attire. <laughs> <laughs> we are three non Portuguese uh people trying to interpret this movie. <laughs> so take that how you will. I will say, speaking of Portuguese, I feel like I would have loved to see this movie understanding Portuguese mm. because there seem to be so many little vocal things happening that I couldn't pick up on oh, yeah. um, in the subtitles. Yeah, that, definitely. And, yeah, I feel like I missed out. It. As well as tons of wordplay that the mo- the subtitles attempted to get across. And like, Fuji is one of, is like, mm-hmm. some of it, like some of the wordplay or whatever. Um, or like the idi- little, tiny little in the idiosyncrasies of um, uh, Diamantino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, with just how curated, like, the rest of the, like, the look and everything we can get 
uh, aside from the language of this movie is, uh, I feel like they probably spent, you know, they put some attention into what they were saying and how they were saying it. And yeah, it would have been cool to uh, be able to understand that naturally. But as it is, Is we all read the (laughs) subtitles. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Which were sometimes... They were putting the subtitles on white, white on white, and I'll say that was uh, not a great choice. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> what'd, you wa- what'd you watch it through? Amazon. Oh, that's very fucked up. Wait, what'd you, you watch gotta it go- I watched it on um, my my Apple TV, my Apple brand television. Well, this little Apple man over here with the Richie Rich over here. Uh- hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a Sony TV that was the first smart TV from like the year 2009 <laughs> it was a good uh, year the none of the smart features work on it any longer <laughs> the all the apps are outdated, <laughs> outdated to the point where they don't work oh, damn. so that's what an i'm Ana- working with here Apparently and a roku okay <laughs> i have a roku hooked up to it <laughs> okay 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 that's the only way so anyway where were we uh oh the adoption so they fool this dumb man into adopting this grown woman <laughs> dressed as a young boy uh and they drive off into the sunset and we hear that song by donna lewis the uh i love you always forever yeah <laughs> that was incredible that's maybe like the first song that we hear in the movie i don't know i don't know if it's the first one or not but it's like it was so like oh it rocked <laughs> the soundtrack to this movie is insane uh, yeah. i'll say it was a bit random if you ask me <laughs> random <laughs> Uh, so, um, but yeah, that rocked. Uh, we love to rock to 90s tunes. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, this is wild. He's just, I couldn't, when, when they showed up in a garage and brought him, and brought, uh, the Rahim supposedly to him, he just bought it. He was just like, oh, yes, parking garage, normal yeah. place. To pick up a kid. And it's a little, like, heartbreaking because you see, like, how gullible he is yeah. and how, like, pure his intentions mm-hmm. are. Like, he really does want to, like, do good and help somebody. And these people are just truly taking advantage of him and, like, being, you know, con artists. Completely directing him. him, yeah, in the wrong directions. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad, but... Yeah. Yeah. He is just, like, the ultimately, like, just ultimate sympathetic character totally. like, yeah. you just can't not adore him as a character yeah totally he's a he's a delight he's a sweet man the only sweet man who's ever been in movies um so we see <laughs> <laughs> from here <laughs> we see from here just like a bunch of relationship building with him and his new son <laughs> son question mark he gets hmm, tricky with the pronouns he gets the kid a uh, Samsung Galaxy S9 phone. Okay. Um, This movie came out two years ago and they still have one year newer of a model of phone than me. (laughs) Because I have the S8, baby. Um, 2020. Um, All his his sheets have his face on it. Like all the bed sheets in everybody's room. (laughs) That that (laughs) ruled. His face everywhere, which is hysterical. Um, he has a big, huge, cool house and lives with his crazy twin sisters who scream constantly and like do wild shit always. <laughs> yeah, they're just scheming constantly. <laughs> they're always they're scheming, but also doing shit like getting a pig stuck in a labyrinth or <laughs> like what? Yeah. Just like abusing animals. Yeah, yeah. what was that? <laughs> People with too much money problems. They they chase this pig around for a while, and then next thing you know, they're chopping it. Pig for dinner. Yeah. Oh, as we've all known, meat eaters, right? This is wild. I couldn't. Yeah. And then, okay, this is when things start to get a little like, hmm. Because things that make you say, hmm. Yeah, what... Well, is freaking Diamantino, he wants to be a good dad. So he wants to be yeah. kind of ticklish and, like, playful and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, wouldn't you feel the freaking 
be the bubbies? Well, I think you're probably, um, most people are not tickling boobs. Uh, well, I would say it's more of a, <laughs> yeah. um, more of a like ribs or sides kind of situation <laughs> or possibly a legs scenario, armpits potentially, but, um, straight up just honking on a titty to They're do a tickle. Yeah. <laughs> I think- <laughs> not a honk. I didn't say honk. Maybe a brush. <laughs> She's also binding uh, with yeah, the, yeah, I forgot, yeah. I forgot, like an yeah. ace bandage or something. I feel like this movie, at by that point in the movie, the movie has like destroyed any expectations regarding su- suspension of disbelief. Oh, totally. That, like, yeah. There's just yeah, I have like no reason to question anything it tells me because it, the reality it's presented is already t- completely bizarre. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever it is, it is. It's kind of like. When you're in a dream and you're just like, oh, you know, now my garage is the is the library, and that's totally fine because this is Dream World, and I'm not going to question it. That's yeah. how that movie is <laughs> treated totally. me. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, it rocks. So she's there uh, every night. She is kind of gathering evidence or attempting to. So, like I said, they thought that he was money laundering. Um, so she goes and hacks on his computer, and uh, there's just a button that says execute hacking, and um, <laughs> yeah, the hacking system ruled. She gets into the mainframe, of course, and um, finds on his computer he only has puppy pics and funny pics of himself. <laughs> <laughs> he rules. He rules. <laughs> it was like a I picture would... of his face in space and stuff. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> that was hysterical. It was awesome. So now we have the side plot of the sisters. Let's see. We see them on the phone call oh with God. some mysterious lady, and she says something like, "We're going to give your brother an experimental trial treatment, and don't worry, it'll make you rich." And they're like, "Sure, sure, sure. Where do we sign? Yeah, we're going to be rich." <laughs> but we kind of find out that the intent is to clone him, and we meet Doctor Lamborghini. Uh, classic last name that some a normal person would have. It is a classic and... last name, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts going to this doctor like a couple times a week or something. And this doctor has computers just like Iron Man. So yep. could be consider- considered a mad scientist type. And when they're doing the uh, like intake interview, <laughs> they're asking him all these questions and they're like... They were like, when was the last time you had sex? And he's like, I never had sex. Must be cool, though. <laughs> like, yeah. Seems difficult. That was cute. <laughs> Seems like uh, it'd be a lot of work, right? Like, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. You find out he's just a, a dummy. Yeah. I mean, in medical terms, we call it a dummy. In layman's terms, <laughs> we would say that he has the brain function of a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dummy. It rocks. It just made me like him even more. Yeah, she's doing some kind of like weird genetic experiments. <laughs> Another time when I realize how insane this movie sounds. Um, yeah, <laughs> she's going to like inject some kind of clownfish, clownfish DNA in him for some some reason. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it is whole. Her her whole lab is like a, a biodome ecosystem. Yeah, uh, she's like walking around in water. And there's, like, trees and jungle. It was insane. But you just accept it. But, yeah, it's just once you... It's, yeah. Once like you Frank the puppies, said, the rest of it is so crazy. You're just yep. like, well, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. Once you see the puppies, yeah. you're just like, okay, yeah. Whatever comes. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. So with the clownfish jeans or whatever... There's a warning that there's a chance that he will grow uh, boobies. Nice, big, you know, perfect little boobies. Perfect. And um, he does call. He does grow the boobies. He does. That made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps calling them his bumps. His little lumps. <laughs> his little lumps. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, wait, wait, one second. I have these little lumps. Yeah. <laughs> I've grown some little lumps, and um, I wouldn't uh, like to show anybody. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, because at this point in the movie, they're trying to put him into weird Portuguese right wing right wing <laughs> propaganda, and he grows. <laughs> yeah. So. This is where, like, another political aspect of this oh movie comes in. And yeah. I would say if, if it wasn't for this, like, little chunk of the movie, that this movie could be set in, I would say, any time, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. But this, like, couple things really nail it to being more current. The people behind doing this experimentation on him is the Portuguese government uh, because they are trying to secede from the EU uh, similar to a Brexit scenario. So they have uh, phase one which is propaganda. So they've been working on this commercial throughout the movie. They're, they're shooting this commercial doing all this crazy shit everywhere. Phase two is cloning. So they want to clone enough Diamantinos to make an entire soccer team out of just hymns and <laughs> make it the best soccer team uh, anyone's ever seen. And they'll give the country hope for itself. They have a really great little um, digital animation of this soccer team full of Diamantinos yeah. <laughs> that I really yeah. loved. And they specifically use the terminology, like, we will make Portugal great again, yeah. which is terminology mm -hmm. that we've heard similarly. And they mention making a giant wall between uh, Portugal and the rest of Europe or whatever. So very topical. Shit is crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh boy, because at the same time, we've got uh, Rahim Aisha. Mm-hmm discovering all of this while doing her her research and she straight up just finds that video it's just like laying out point by point their plan yeah. <laughs> just like evil plan number one <laughs> yeah it's like they made a youtube video to advertise their like evil plan <laughs> yeah that they have yeah. been like stealing diamantino's money and putting it into swiss bank accounts and stuff oh yeah that too yeah yeah, so she discovers that the sisters are the ones behind the um, the crimes. Yeah, money laundering. Yeah. Another it's thing about Diamantino and his uh, fake son is that he calls himself daddy constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> <laughs> Once you accept that he's baby-brained, yeah. everything else just, just falls into place. <laughs> I remember she's asking him about his like past relationships at one point and he's like, I'll never marry. Daddy's a solitary man. <laughs> I love that. This movie is great. Um, <laughs> he has such a beautiful, beautiful, stupid confidence. Yeah. Just... yeah. I was really Daddy worried. Daddy is a solitary man. <laughs> <laughs> I was really worried at the top of the movie that I was going to fucking hate this guy and i'm just like oh god sports um because you know us sports yeah right um <laughs> bunch of nerds over here <laughs> yeah yeah give me a book we don't fuck j with jacks <laughs> <laughs> um no but i was immediately endeared to him and you just continue being endeared to him from like even to the point where they like go over his diet and he's just like oh normal stuff uh, Nutella pancakes, Nutella waffles, and bogo juice. Yeah. <laughs> he loves the bogo juice. They mention it hundreds of times in this movie. <laughs> and that's what he feeds uh, the kid. And it seems that's all he eats. Yeah. <laughs> Which, hell yeah, if I was a rich trillionaire or whatever. Oh, for um, sure. Sure. I'd be eating some fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, um, more on the sisters. They plant a hidden camera in Rahim Aisha's room and catch her kissing her nun girlfriend when she comes to check in or whatever. <laughs> so her, her secret's out and they try to murder her, which is wild scene. Yeah. But Dimantino comes home just in the nick of time. And they end up escaping onto a yacht. And this is when we get the double titty reveal. So, like, he's he's in the mirror uh, looking at his new little lumps. And she comes down and finds him. And 
he's like, oh, look at my disgusting, weird little lumps. And so she reveals her own little lumps in that yeah. moment. <laughs> uh, and they boink, question mark. Um, and they're, they're in love now. Aww. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. That was the strangest I have felt I felt through that entire movie. Yeah. And that movie made me feel very strange. Yeah. At a baseline. Yeah. I mean, at first you're like, I don't know how to feel because he has adopted this person and thinks that they are a young boy. But then you're like, but it's not a young boy. So, and he's not actually daddy because their adoption is fake. So, hmm. Things that make you say, hmm. Yeah, the the summary I'm reading on Wikipedia doesn't mention any any boinking. Uh, it just says like well, they reveal. Well, it's more of a uh, they reveal they kiss. They have a romantic moment. They ki- they kiss while undressing, and then later they're mm-hmm. cuddling. So it's like you know we don't see anything, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, implication. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I guess it's. I would prefer it that way, where like <laughs> if they imply it, yeah. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. And he does like the. He's narrating this whole film, and in the narration, he's saying stuff like, uh, "I've never felt such love" or something like this. So I don't know. It just kind of seemed like they blinked. Yeah, it did. Up for interpretation. <laughs> um, but yeah. while they're um, cuddling. He gets all these texts from his sisters saying, don't trust the son. It's a girl and she's stealing from us and whatever. Is this the same time? (laughs) I think so. And so they go back and uh, they go back and he gets kind of kidnapped by the sisters. And so Aisha now has to go save him. And... Man, everything happens right now. It's hard to even know what to start with. They're, like, at the science lab. All the bodies are, like, ready to go. But if they finish the cloning, he's going to die from it. So she has to save him from this. They reenact the the sword scene that was in the commercial they were shooting. Yeah. But now it's her fighting the sisters, and she actually murders them, which is cool. We love that. Yeah, that rocked. Um, I'm glad they died. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're so, like... Man, they're such good evil characters. They just... Yeah, they're baddies. They're so good at being... So good at being bad. (laughs) (laughs) She goes and touches his face, and he says something like, I felt her true, honest, warm touch of love, or something like that. So he comes back to life and then saves her from another person who was going to shoot her. It's like a whole thing. And uh, he he goes to see the fluffy puppies again to say goodbye this time. And yeah. um, they're happy and in love and naked on a beach somewhere. And that's pretty much roll creds. I can't believe we made it through that so fast, honestly. Oh, we were just like, we were just <laughs> rattling it off. Yeah. Just- we were rattling it off. But um, I would say, whew, I usually... So so often in movies you see like there's a there's a man character and there's a woman character. Well, obviously they're going to be in love, you know, and yeah, it's like yeah. so forced mm-hmm. forced together. And I feel like this movie was such a good kind of organic relationship between the two of them. I mean, and you just don't see that very often. Even though we did talk about the weirdness where it was actually his son or something. <laughs> yeah. You see them actually like growing together and like doing fun stuff together and you know taking care of each other for sure there's tons of montages of them just hanging out and having fun yeah you know there's the whole storyline aspect of uh rahim aisha getting caught cuddling uh diamantino and yeah her partner getting pissed about it and that's kind of what sparks the sisters off too isn't it because they hear that woman yelling like fuck you Aisha yeah 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 <laughs> yeah because the the girlfriend's leaving as the nun and is just like fuck you Aisha and the sisters are just like snoopy snoop snoop <laughs> who's yeah. Aisha nuns don't say fuck what's going on here I wouldn't have registered any of that if I saw a nun yeah. say fuck you Daryl and drive off on a scooter I'd just <laughs> I'd be, be like, like good for her <laughs> yeah yeah she's getting out of there huh <laughs> great Hell queer yeah. story too because he doesn't care 
if Aisha is a man or a woman, and he, they just fall in love. And yeah. mm-hmm. you know what, though? I did, like, basically everything I read about this movie, all the reviews and, you know, stuff I read about this movie refer to Aisha's character as a lesbian, yeah. even though we know at the end she falls in love with a man. So I would call that by erasure. So that's just my... Ooh. Two cents there. True. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, bisexuals exist. Um, I don't know. What Hell else yeah. do we have to say about this movie? I can't believe... I just feel like it's been a whirlwind and now it's over and I'm depressed about it. That's kind of how it is. <laughs> it's kind of just like... It's just an experience. I mean, we did say it's a 90-minute flick. All this shit happens in 90 minutes and then it's over and then yeah. you do, you know? Yeah. It's it's funny because, I, like, I, I watched this most recently, like, two weeks ago. And it feels, in, in remembering the movie, it feels like it was a four-hour-long movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. even though it was a 90-minute <laughs> totally. movie. Because it, it's so dense. <laughs> and I don't know. I was just thinking, like... I like the 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 picture of the the sort of gradient of love that Diamantino has, like mm-hmm. his l- love for the sport, which he loses. Yeah, his love for his dad, which he he loses his dad. This love for what is ostensibly his son, um, and how that morphs into something else. It's sort of this like really great gradient of what love could be to somebody. Yeah, and I I, I enjoy it, like thinking of it as an exploration in that in those terms. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, on top of all of that, it's just fucking gorgeous to look it at really as a movie. It's totally. beautiful. And it's so, it's such a fun ride. I mean, this is really a movie that feels like you kind of go somewhere else for a chunk of time, you know? Completely. Mm-hmm. This, it's wild. It left me just kind of speechless, I guess. I, I, I yeah. it just finished. And I was like, that's great, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really have like a, t- a huge message. I don't know. Like whatever, I don't know what the movie is positing other than just like an enjoyable story cuz it doesn't like it, it doesn't infer that he h- actually helps the crisis at all. You know, right. he he just kind of gets suckered into something. So like that's still there. I I don't know. Yeah, it is just kind of like um an observation more than a comment maybe. Yeah. Mhm. I don't know. I yeah. liked it. We're all just thinking over here. I'm glad I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's a, a lot to think about. I'm so I'm so happy that y'all uh, you know wanted to to watch it and, and enjoy. Oh, it. absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. It is just like there's so much. There's just so much you could say about how interesting and, and bizarre and just totally different. Like just totally completely different. Yeah. This movie is. Yeah. Um, Holy. I will say. A movie this made me think about that I haven't seen in a while, so I guess I can't truly say if it holds up, but there was one time I found this random movie on Netflix, and the title of it was so goofy that I was like, I'm definitely watching this, but it also had kind of an insane concept and yeah. reminded me a lot of this movie. It's called The Immaculate Conception of Little Dizzle. Have y'all okay. heard of this? Nope. <laughs> what? No. It Holy has cow. Natasha Leone. I think it was her first movie back after, you know, her whole drug thing and she's yeah. being gone for forever. Anyway, it's an insane story about this group of janitors who work in this like science lab who find these cookies that were an experiment. Um, they were working on some cookies that are always feel like they've just come out of the oven so they feel warm even when they're in the wrapper and you've just bought them at the store yeah but they were in the trash so they've been discarded and these guys are like oh we found all these cookies let's just eat them um and they become pregnant uh with fish so it's like (laughs) it's a crazy movie but uh yeah, it just kind of reminded me of yeah i remember watching that movie and being like this is the most insane shit insane like random shit i've ever heard of or seen (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm really interested i'm looking i'm just looking at google image results of this movie and i really want you want to see the fish babies it's uh it's crazy and i'm i love natasha leone so that alone is like enough to sell me on anything but um it actually yeah i remember it being good but i haven't watched it in a few years so you know take that with what you will i'd like to check that out um anyway so it just yeah just kind of reminded me you know they're similar so now that we've reached uh, the end of this movie, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. 
We got to rate this bad boy out of five. Um, Colin, do you want to start? Yeah, I'll give it a three. Okay. I really enjoy. I just enjoyed it. it, but I don't know. I didn't... I'm at a loss. There's something missing from it for me. There's a big aspect that I don't... I think it's just purpose. Yeah. And I'm not seeing that right now, but everything else I loved. It is this wild ride of a story that's really fun to go on. But just for me personally, something's missing. Okay, okay. Frank, what did you what will you say out of five? Uh I believe I gave it a four on letterboxed. So <laughs> I would I would say somewhere around there. I I like deeply, deeply loved it. Yeah. Um so much. So I, I don't know, like I uh, I'm I'm also not really in the business of rating movies because I don't have I don't have a podcast. But, <laughs> but look, we're um, just a couple of dummies who have a microphone and a computer. Like, yeah, that's we're it. No, we're no geniuses <laughs> over right. here. <laughs> All right, I'm going uh, on the the high side of four. Okay, hell yeah. I would say I'm probably also four. I, I just it was such an enjoyable ride, and it is For so sure. like creative and unique. Um, I do kind of agree with you. Like, there maybe could have been more of a statement to it, but I think, uh, yeah, as far as just having a little slice of pie for the evening, uh, this was a good one. Yeah, and not every movie has to have a statement. That's not a necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just me having my own little bullshit. <laughs> I'm being a little whiny baby. <laughs> Colin's back on his bullshit. I'm back on my bullshit. I am the bullshit baby. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> okay. And I think it's fair to say, would we all recommend this movie? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now it's time for Scream Vomit. So in this part, we talk about what else we've been watching besides... Uh, this movie. So, um, Colin, do you want to start? Yeah. I mean, it's the same. We, we've recorded again in close proximity to each other, mm-hmm. so I'm still just watching the same old, same old. A uh, lot of X-Files. Mm-hmm. Going through that for the first time, and it still rocks. And uh, a lot of WCW Monday Nitro from the year 1996. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting close to where uh, Hulk Hogan is going to have the big reveal as Hollywood Hulk Hogan with the NWO. Wow. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Frank, were you ever a wrestling person? Oh my god, yeah, like so big. Yeah, big? I was. I, I for a lo- long time in my life was super into it. Yeah, I had like four different Undertaker shirts. I had like five Stone Cold Steve Austin oh, shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I was super into the dub dub f oh do you remember uh i performed at a um variety show that frank used to (laughs) uh host and curate every once in a while and i performed as the undertaker that adds up it was was fun (laughs) it was just spectacular like just i was i was like Standing in the backstage area, like biting my hand <laughs> to stop, like crying at how beautiful. It was. <laughs> and I had um, former guest Jake Babe be my um, Paul Bearer, and instead of an urn, yeah. he brought up my ukulele because I play ukulele. So yeah, I did the whole Undertake. Undertaker's intro, we played the theme song, I did the, like, slow <laughs> walk up the aisle <laughs> to the stage. Hell and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, um, dressed up fully as the Undertaker. I bought a muscle tee just for the occasion. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, yeah, then Jake handed me my ukulele and I busted out into my little <laughs> song and, uh, the crowd busted out and laughs from after being so serious to just playing a ukulele song. Um, but it was very fun and I'll never forget it. <laughs> so that's that story. Um, where, <laughs> what were we talking about, uh, initially? Oh, uh, was, were you done saying what you'd been watching, Colin? Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Frank, what you been watching? Um, I just watched this movie called Victoria. 
uh, that I really, really loved. It's really wild. It's um, all one take and not like a Birdman one take where it looks like one take. It's like legitimately yeah. all one take, which doesn't feel gimmicky in the movie, mm-hmm. um, which I, I was worried it would. But uh, it's it was really, really intense and and uh, and exciting and, and also just pretty unique. Um, takes place. Uh, over the course of two or three hours in Berlin, and it's, it's really something else. I, I love that. I have been hankering. I haven't rewatched it yet, but I've I've got the Jones. I've got the hankering <laughs> to rewatch um, Perfect Blue. If you've ever seen Perfect Blue, no. Um, what is it? I've never heard of it. It's a it's an anime actually, mm. um, but it's sort of like I don't know if you're like big David Lynch fans at all. I'm a huge huge david lynch dork um and it's very like surreal uh definitely more like clearly linear um than a lot of david lynch stuff but like it's pretty surreal thriller really an experience so i'm i'm planning on rewatching that uh tomorrow hell yeah this looks tight you looking it up yeah i'm looking it up on my on my uh 2020 macbook air (laughs) uh using using google google chrome I need to update it though. Oh, oh! You gotta get the new one. You gotta get the update. The update the, the six point zero point one point one point three point zero one five. Dude, you gotta get the updates, you dude. Have to. I've been meaning to, but I haven't to. been using my computer other than when I record, and I don't want to update it while I'm recording because then I yeah. can f it up. That's true. I usually go with the old no updates method. I don't update my phone. I don't update my computer. I won't update anything. I don't have to. All right? Hell yeah. The updates is where you get into the tall grass. All right? They just try and shove stuff in there that you don't need and fuck up your phone and kill the batteries. All right? It's a conspiracy. I buy it. They, they, they pile that stuff in there. I, I got a friend in Baltimore who has not updated their phone since Instagram did frames. Wow. So like somehow they have, they, they still can post all of their photos with like the Instagram frames that used to, <laughs> that, that Instagram used Hell to have. Yeah. I haven't, wow. they, that, those are gone like six years ago. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's my type of, my type of friend. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm talking about. Where were we? Um, Frank, was that all the things that you're watching? Yeah. All right. I've been watching the show Baskets. Have y'all seen it? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I've ho- I've heard of it. Uh, it's the, got Zach Galifianakis and my favorite Louis Anderson cast as Zach Galifianakis's mom, which is it's like beautiful. so incredible. He's amazing i think he won some emmys for his performance in this show for sure um oh wow he deserved that it, his he makes that show for me oh my god yeah he's just it, it i i can't even like his expressions as an older like um let's say heavyweight older woman a mom of like kids in her 40s it, it, it's just so authentic it's so it's too real and <laughs> it's incredible <laughs> Um, it's, and it's you just really wouldn't good. expect that in a hundred years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's so good at it. I will say, I felt like this show took a, a little bit to find its footing, or it took like a couple episodes to find its footing, but once it did, I really enjoy it. And I think I'm on season four now, season three or four, can't remember, but uh, I don't think I have much more to go, so I'll be looking for something new here soon. Nice. But anyway, I recommend that show. It's on Hulu. It's good. We did just watch uh, the Terror. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a like each each season is sort of like a mini series. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a wild one. I don't, anyway, just look it up. Hell yeah, <laughs> the Terror. We love Rex. I'm always flying through shows somehow. So yeah, I love to have Rex. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess that's what we've been watching. Uh, so now we're to the plugs portion of the show. Frank, do you have anything to plug? Uh, no. Nothing? <laughs> Hell yeah. um, I, if you want, I, uh, I do, uh, I'm an illustrator, and uh, as Kayla mentioned, I am a, um, a musician. Um, if you check me out on Instagram, at Frank O-K-A-Y, uh, you can hear about the stuff I'm doing. Nothing on the books right now, but 
I don't know. We'll talk. Follow me on Instagram and we'll be... Frank's got a website called frankok.com. Wow. frankok.com. It's the official website. Yeah, there you go. The official website because we have here with us on the podcast a celeb who has their own website. Wow. Um, And... Yeah, you can't just get those. (laughs) So, uh, I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but the first Friday's... Uh, of June and July, which I think we're going to miss the June one by the time this comes out. But of June and July are Bandcamp days where all the proceeds from Bandcamp go to the artists if you buy stuff on Bandcamp. So look up all the bands I said Frank was in and buy all the all the musics on Bandcamp. And um, you can also buy our theme song on Bandcamp from Thin Swimmer. And you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Letterboxd, all the things, at Screen Vomit, one word. Subscribe to us on your little app and send us an email at ScreenVomitPod at gmail.com or tweet us with your thoughts on this movie or other movies. I hope that you watch this one and I hope that you watch the next one. And we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.